Hi, and welcome to the farm. Today I'm here at Emu Logic out at the base of the Warren Bungles in western New South Wales, and I'm here with Dan. Thanks, Dan. No worries at all. Can you tell us about yourself, your family, and your farming operation? Yeah. Uh, yes, my name's Dan. Um, I married Nicole uh, nine years ago, so yeah. Um, and then we moved out here, well, nine years ago too. So yeah, and we have two kids now. We've got a daughter, Thea, who's four, and this is Logan, who's only three weeks old. Yeah. And out here we run emus, so emus is our main operation, um, mainly for the oil, but we do the meat and everything else here too now. Um, and as, well, as well as that, we've got cattle and sheep and a few goats we run and all the different poultry as well, so keeps us nice and busy. Sounds like it does. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about your introduction to the farm when you first came out here and, and what it's like being moving here over the last few years? Uh, yeah, so I obviously spent a bit of time out here going out with Nicole, so I think we were together two or three years before we got married. Um, so I spent sort of every, if not every weekend, every second weekend out here, so got to know a fair bit about the farm and the operation of running it, even though that was only weekends, so a bit different to living out here full time. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was good fun. Um, and then yeah, so it's been, been interesting moving out here full time, just yeah, a lot different of being here and not being in town, so... They are a social media management company saving you time, creating brand consistency and boosting engagement across all your platforms. Now back on to today's interview. What were some of the biggest challenges or uh, changes when you first moved here? Something that surprised you about moving to the farm? Uh, I think the biggest one I struggled with was not seeing mates so often. Um, yeah, sort of living in town, living in Dubbo, just you could see them every every couple of nights, you catch up with them all, living with mates there too, and then all of a sudden moving out here and not just being able to go around and see them, um, you know, having dinner every night or having yeah. that sort of stuff. So that was one of the biggest challenges, yeah. I think, and just being, not that we're so isolated, just being isolated enough for longer yeah. to drive to places to see people and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, to put people off a little bit coming out and seeing you. Yeah, yeah, you know, parties and that sort of stuff, yeah, you come out sort of stuff, but it is an hour, three hour round trip sort of to get back. So. And how have, how has the farm changed since you've moved here? How has it developed and how have you, Nicole, value added to the farm in the last nine years? Uh, so the main reason we moved back out here um, was to help with the tourism side of stuff. So we were a little bit, um, had a little like a few people out for tours and the tourism side. Um, but yeah, since we've been out here, we've built a big um, shed for the tourists to have a little shop shed in there. So yeah, we've really focused on helping that. Just having extra people on farm, because you need at least one or two people just to look after the shop, which is open pretty well every day, especially through school holidays. So then you obviously need someone to continue to do farm work, because yeah, all the farm work doesn't just stop when you're, when you're dealing with tourists and people. So yeah, that side of stuff. Um, and the website too, so we've just created our website in the last uh, five years I think we've had it, so we're running that side of it, so just helping sales and all that sort of stuff happen and yeah, that's our main role in this, in this business, yeah. yeah. We are being joined by a potteroo. <laughs> Potteroo? A wallaby? A uh, little, yeah, wallaby. A little wallaby. We're being yeah. joined by a wallaby. A little wallaby Hello, called Rocky. 
Hi, Rocky. So it sounds like there's been a lot of work that has happened here on the farm with you and Nicole being back on the farm uh, with increasing that tourism and increasing, you know, what you're doing here. So tell us a little bit about your daily, you know, jobs. I, there's never a, a day that's the same on the farm. There's no. always something that goes wrong or something that comes up. But yeah. on a typical day, what do you what do you find yourself doing? Uh, it for us really depends on the year because of the emus. It's very seasonal work. So from about Anzac Day till September October is uh, laying season. So that means they're laying all the eggs and we collect them every day. So normally that's a job of whoever does it for the year. Whoever's not busy doing something else will get up and so we've got to collect all the eggs um, yeah, every day. So that's one at least one or two people's job to do that. Um, and then yeah, looking after the emu chicks as well can be one when they hatch out um, and then after that pretty much anything else that needs doing depending on yeah what it is or if there's sheep work to do cattle work to do anything like that yeah and not feeding at the moment but yeah when it comes to dry time we don't have to feed too much here but yeah just cutting trees and all that sort of stuff so yeah normally and then looking after the family too with family time so in theory now she's at preschool so that's Opens our days up a little bit, but getting her ready for preschool can be yeah. a challenge sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> getting her up on time and to the bus. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like adjusting to the farm was fairly natural for you. Yeah, not too bad. I had a lot of family that was around farming and stuff, so I've spent a lot of time on farming growing up. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it's sort of not not living on there full time, but yeah, I've been around farms for a long time as a kid, and yeah, so it's not too different. Yeah, yeah too yeah. much stuff. So. If you had a mate who was moving to a farm for the first time, what advice would you give him or her? Oh, just to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Some things can be stressful, yeah. um, depending on where you move and all that, obviously. But um, I think just to keep a positive outlook on it, yeah, and make sure you still keep in contact with the other friends and other people if you move away from them, just because that's helpful yeah. to have friends that you can talk to and yeah, not be so isolated. Yeah. This will be like moving somewhere. Yeah, you won't be isolating to like people to chat to. And, yeah. yeah. I think it's a big one. Especially when times do get tough, which they always do in farming. Yeah. There's always good times, but there's always tough times. So, yeah. How life goes. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on farm nine years, so you were here during the last drought. Can you tell me any tips or tricks that you developed that you would be applying to um, this hard time? Because it looks like we're going into a dry season again. Yeah, um, yeah. I think staying positive is a big one. I know that can be really hard, especially when it gets um, yeah really tough, even financially or yeah just physically. It can can get really tough, but I think just staying positive is always a good thing. Yeah, so I think yeah staying positive, and we're um, lucky enough here, I suppose, that our emus are our main business, so our sheep and cattle. When it does look a bit dry, we can sell a few off um, to sort of destock a little bit. And we've got a lot of scrubby trees around here, so yeah, cutting them is quite, at least we don't have to sit there and feed them all day like we're, we are actually pretty lucky yeah. when it comes to that sort of stuff, so yeah. yeah. Water supply wise, uh, what sort of system have you got set up here? Uh, so we've got bore water, which is our main one, which again, very lucky to have such a constant supply of water. Um, can get pretty scary at times. Um, I remember Christmas, I think it was on Christmas Day one year our bore pump stopped working so that was a bit of a 
yeah, a bit, bit scary on Christmas in the middle of summer that, yeah, you sort of not have water. But we were very lucky enough, we got a very big dam out the back too, that is about 40 metres above where we are at the moment. So um, when Phil put that in, he run a pipe all the way so we can grab it back. So we got the airlock out of that and grabbed it back to the tank. So yep. that was a nice Christmas morning sitting in the dam under the, on the water. So yep. can't ask for too many better jobs to do on Christmas, <laughs> at least you're in the water. That's right. So yeah, very lucky that we've got a lot of dams, so rainwater storage mm. and big dams, uh, one big dam and then yeah, the bore waters. Now the farm jobs definitely don't stop, even for Christmas and birthdays. No, so. no, definitely not, <laughs> unfortunately. I think one of the uh, the biggest tips I usually give out is, okay, if something happens, you take Christmas or you take the Sunday roast down the paddock. You know, <laughs> you, you still have it, just yeah. you're not having it at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that happens a lot. It's all you know from the farm, you just... Yeah, you can plan as much as you can, but something will always go wrong or something happens and yeah. unfortunately you just can't stop, so yeah. okay. It's still fun, so. Dan, when you look back to what you knew before you moved the farm and to your level of knowledge now, was there anything that stands out for learning? Um, I think learning, yeah, learning stuff on hand and dipping like on farm and in the paddock and that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, just learning stuff, you know, in the paddock or um, as you're going sort of thing. So I was a mechanic before I came out here, so I did my trade in Dubbo um, and learned lots of things, but yeah, just invaluable experience learning from different people out here who have been working on things, yeah, when you don't have all the tools, the right tools or the right parts somewhere, just being able to yeah. pick something up and that sort of stuff learning to drive lots of different machinery and things, yeah, just yeah. something you don't normally get to do when you're in town, so yeah. just learning all that has been, yeah, very, very good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So. Did you find you had other base skills or um, roles that you were able to bring into helping you here on the farm? Anything you did previously that you brought out to help? Uh, yeah, so I think mechanicing definitely helped. Um, I know when I first moved out here, a uh, piece of advice my uncle gave me was don't tell anyone you're a mechanic because you'll spend all your days mechanicing, not yeah. farming. So <laughs> that was a good piece of advice just to sort of do it if you need to. But yeah, don't say that because he did the same thing with his job and yeah, he said he spent <laughs> the next few years just mechanicing full time, fixing all the stuff. So, But it's been, yeah, very handy to, to do that, to fix, fix any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose just general maintenance. DIY sort of stuff, yeah. yeah, and that sort of thing, and did a little bit of an electrical stuff while I was at school, so even that little bit, just nice, to, just little jobs in here and there, so you don't have to pay someone, you know, the, the few hours of travel just to get here even, just the yeah. little jobs, so yeah. it's been really handy. And finding someone to come out to start with, doesn't yeah. matter whether you're just outside the city limits or whether you're a couple of hours away, getting someone to actually come out and do a job is hard. Oh, it's, it's incredible, especially at the moment, yeah, in the last few years especially, it's just been really difficult to get anyone to come out, so having the skills here that we can do a lot of it ourselves is handy. Yeah. Some things you can't, obviously, but yeah, you can have most of it done, so they don't have to spend long here, hopefully, yeah. 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 Was there any other skills training or learning that you've had to do to increase your skill base here on the farm that you did either, you know, officially or unofficially? Um, nothing really officially. Um, yeah, learned how to weld and that sort of stuff, which is, yeah, you can't really be on a farm with knowing little bits and learning how to weld and, um, yeah, all that sort of yeah. different little things, but yeah, 
a lot of plumbing sort of work because yeah, out here we do our own plumbing because yeah. yeah, like you said, there's not many plumbers even in Dubbo, so let alone getting them out here, so all that sort of work and yeah, just lots of little things you didn't think you'd really need to know how to do and know how to do now, which is yeah, great. With uh, your kids now joining you on the farm with the, your two beautiful kids, is there anything that you're finding you're doing differently now than when you first moved out? Any tweaks or changes to your day that have made things go smoother, having kids out here? Um, one of the biggest changes we've known, especially having Theo, like the first one was uh, dinner times was a huge one, especially in daylight saving. Like, you know, normally on farm you're out till the sun goes down, whereas yeah, so quite often before that we'd be having dinner at 9, 10 o'clock at night, whereas now you don't have dinner at 6 o'clock and it's just, just trying to juggle that and trying to do the work and stuff is pretty difficult. Um, but I think especially, yeah, working at that, just to try and fix that and we can all sit down and have dinner together. Yeah. Even if we've got to get back out afterwards to do jobs, it's just nice to do that as a family. Yeah, I always say that to friends, you can always go back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's it, I think, yeah, spending time with the family is invaluable too, it's not, yeah they're just as important or if not more important than the work and everything else. I know it all needs to get done but yeah, so that's always nice. Yeah. Safety on the farm is something I'm always asked about, whether either for yourself and Nicole um, or for your kids. Is there anything that's changed in the last five years safety-wise on the farm? Um, yeah, I suppose especially getting eggs, uh, we do a lot of that on motorbikes. So that was a big one, having fairies, we had to take the ute out most of the time because until she got old enough um, to ride on a bike or anything, yeah, it's just, even if you're holding all the time, it's still, if something happened, you just feel too dangerous that you don't want anything to happen there. Um, so that's been a big one, just to try and adjust that sort of stuff. Yeah, just to, and driving utes more than, than motorbikes and stuff till she gets old enough to, yeah, to have a helmet on and all that sort of stuff, yeah. That's, that's been a big one. Um, most other stuff, yeah, it's not been too bad. I suppose when you've got the cattle around too, just making sure there, the fair quickly love to climb everywhere. So you turn around the next minute to the top of a gate or top of a fence, and especially with the emu, um, we've got a lot of tall fences here, so she'll climb right up the eight foot, um, eight foot fences, eight foot gates one time. She was only about 12 months old and she was at the top of the gate and yeah. I didn't notice, so yeah, that's yeah. a bit, <laughs> just keep an eye on them. That's yeah. <laughs> Not in a dangerous situation, but yeah, kids will be kids, unfortunately, in that sort of thing, so that'll be right. Yeah. So that's all at the end of my official question. Yep. Did you have anything that you would add to the people moving to the farm for the first time? Um, I think really depends where you're moving to, but especially us moving out here was, um, I play a lot of golf involved in the Tourina Golf Club now too, so I think finding things in the local town, trying to get to know the locals and that yep. sort of stuff is really nice. Um, and especially your neighbours too, I suppose getting to know your neighbours fairly early. Yeah, we've known a few times when there's been an emergency or something and we've had to leave. Just having neighbours even just to feed the dogs or just look after water or something. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you can't beat having good neighbours around if you have to pack up and head off, which has happened a few times. So it's just, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good thing, getting to know them and, yeah, you know, some of the locals. Yeah. And how did you go about meeting the locals? Uh, I wasn't too bad because Nicole grew up here, so Nicole's been here her whole life. Yeah. Um, so a lot of locals knew her already and... Um, yeah, spent a bit of time there when I was going out with her too, so that wasn't too bad. But um, but yeah, playing golf definitely helped a lot. So yeah, I'm very um, well president of the golf club at the moment. So that was sort of nice getting a lot of locals in there, yeah. spending a bit of time there, and yeah.
and obviously the local pub, so yep. all the time at the Mountain View, which is, yeah, which is nice just to catch up with people and yep. get to know what's going on and know yeah. people and, yep. and different things, so yeah. That's really good. Yeah, and get a bit of work there too, so that's even, oh. yeah, just nice to get to know everyone when you're the other side of the bar too, you get to know a lot of people and what's going on, so yeah. Thank you very much, Dan, for having me out here today. It's been an absolutely beautiful drive and a perfect view for the Warren Bungles right here at the Emu Farm. So this is Emu Logic. If you want to know anything else about Dan and his farm, I'll add some of the links for the website and the farm shop down below. And so you can find them there as well as the social media links. So thank you very much, Dan. No worries at all. Thank you. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.